This is Becoming Your Brand with me, Sarah Holmes, a brand strategist, teacher, content lover, former designer, and your biggest cheerleader. I know that you're building a business that you're so passionate about that you want to shout it from the rooftops, but sometimes your voice gets lost with everyone else shouting around you too. The online world is busy, and I want to help you find your true place in it, so you can stand out, show up naturally online, and show your audience that out of everyone in your industry, you are the person that they just have to work with. So grab yourself a coffee, or get on with that workout, enjoy that morning walk, whatever it is that you do while you're listening to your podcasts, and soak in everything from this week's episode. Let's dive right in. Hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode. This one I am really excited to record um, because as you'll know, my thing is branding. It's always been branding, really. Um, I started off as a branding and web designer, then I got into brand strategy, and now my kind of title that I've got on myself, it's constantly evolving, but is brand strategist and marketing mentor. And I love talking about branding, but I feel like it's one of those things that is so misunderstood, especially for small business owners, especially for um, people who kind of hear branding as a buzzword and they often think about it as simply design when it's so much more than that. And there's a lot of misconceptions, a lot of myths out there that really are stopping small business owners like yourself from making more money because they don't understand really what branding is or they've got these kind of um twisted ideas of what paying attention to their brand and what building a brand actually is and it's stopping them from opening a lot of doors and having a lot more opportunities in their business making a lot more sales attracting a lot more clients and I just have a few that I want to clear up. There's a lot more than what I'm going to talk about today, but today I've got six for you that will change the way that you think about branding. Even if you are a branding um, designer as well and you do brand strategy, maybe my way of thinking or my way of expressing myself can also bring some new perspectives in how you think about branding and how you kind of explain that value to your clients. So I really hope that this episode is going to be very useful for you, whether you are a coach, a creative, um, a branding specialist yourself. Um, but I just am really excited to 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 get this out in the open because again, it's something that I've created a little bit of content about, but I find that there's always a lot of jargon around branding content as well and I try to not use too much jargon I try to explain it very much in simple terms so that any business owner who hasn't studied branding can can understand but I'm really just going to get to the point here of these myths and what they could be stopping you from achieving so let's look at this myth number one the biggest myth that I see is unless you are in branding or you um have really spent the time to understand what it is, a lot of people think that it's for just famous people or people with a lot of followers, that those are the people who should care about building their personal brand and that really for the rest of us mere mortals out there with smaller followings, that it's not really that important. Now, rather than fame or audience size or whether you're an influencer or you're, you know, a celebrity, yes, obviously for those people, they spend a lot and they think a lot about how they build their personal brands. But it's a myth that this is just for famous people or influencers because branding is for anyone who wants to give clients a reason to buy from them 
other than having the lowest price or having the best features. I'm going to say that again because that part is really important. Branding is for anyone who wants to give clients a reason to buy other than the fact that they have the lowest price or they have the best features. Now, you will know that you don't want to have the lowest price out of all of your competitors, right? You don't want to compete on price. And in terms of having the best features, what does this really mean? Well, think about like the technology industry, for instance. So you can be a leader, your brand can be a leader because you have the best features. You know, if you have new technology, something that's like innovative and out there that another company hasn't got yet. Yes, then you can, you know, use your brand that can bring a lot of value to your brand. But we're here in a service-based industry where a coach or a designer, um, and we are not in an innovative industry. So that means that your products really have nothing 100% unique. Yes, you might have your own framework. Yes, you might have your own method. Yes, you're a unique person, but your coaching or your design package or your consultations are all simply based on your knowledge and expertise. So there's nothing 100% unique about them. There's no new technology. There's um, nothing that's like out of this world that nobody can really essentially copy apart from you being you, right? That's the only thing that people can't copy. The only thing that you have that really makes you truly unique is you. And showing your clients how you closely relate to them and how you are the best service provider for them apart from the fact that you're coaching or your design services are very similar to somebody else's. And apart from having to offer the lowest price, branding is the solution that lets you give clients a reason to buy from you without competing on those other things. Does that make sense? I feel like I I, I explained that in a very long-winded way. But basically, it's to give clients a reason to buy from you. And I know that you want to give clients a reason to buy from you. You want clients to buy. So caring about branding is how you do that. You can increase your sales as you use your content to build your brand. I'm saying build your brand in in quotation marks. Basically, building your brand is building your reputation with those clients. You can increase the perceived value of your services, which means you can charge more for them. So if you care about your brand, if you care about using content to build a brand around yourself so that you're not competing on price, you're not competing on having the best features, And that is something that every small business owner should worry about, not just if you're famous and not just if you have a lot of followers. Okay, so myth number two. Myth number two is that by caring about building a personal brand for yourself online, it makes you big-headed, egotistical, like you're just sharing loads about yourself, me, 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 look at me and my life, okay? Now, if that were the case, I'm going to tell you now, all of the professional oversharers that I have on Facebook, um, I say Facebook because I feel like Facebook's that kind of that platform where people normally overshare. Um, not that I go on Facebook that often, but that's the stereotype I have in my head <laughs> that people, you know, share and oh, air their dirty laundry on Facebook. If building your personal brand was literally just about being an oversharer, me, 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 look at me then everyone who was doing that would be bringing in a shit ton of money every month. And let me not, let me tell you, they're not. <laughs> so that is not what branding is about. It's not about you being egotistical. Now, think about it like this. If you go to a job interview, you use that opportunity where you're sat in front of that potential employer to sell yourself as the best candidate for the job, okay? 
and no one would blame you. That's what you're there in the interview for, right? You're there to be like, hello, I am the best and you need to um, hire me. Now, if you're a small business owner, you don't go to an interview. That's what you're doing through your social media content or that's what you're doing through your marketing. Whether you market on social media or other platforms, it's marketing, right? Whether you market through ads um, or whichever social media platform, not just Instagram, LinkedIn, um, TikTok, whatever it is that you use, Pinterest, you are showing people through your social media content that you are the best candidate. You are the best person for the job. Now, no one would call you egotistical or big-headed for going to an interview to get a job with an employer and talking about your skills and experience because that's what you're supposed to do, right? So start looking. If you feel like caring about building your personal brand makes you feel like you're being a bit like, oh, it's all about me, just think about that as your job interview. You are... You are building a reputation for your business, showing potential clients that you are the best candidate. Start looking at your social media content in the same way. By you, and I remember I used to feel like this too in my business where when I would pick up the camera and start talking to the camera because it was something that I never did on my personal account, it did feel like quite egotistical. Like I was saying to people, oh, look at me, look at me and my confidence, like talking to the camera, talking like an influencer, who do I think I am? But really, that is how you connect with potential clients. That's our version as a small online business owner of, you know, the job interview to show your um, your expertise, to show off your knowledge. That's what we need to be doing. So there's nothing egotistical or um, kind of big headed about wanting to build your brand and caring about your brand. Myth number three. I'm not interesting enough to be a brand. Now I get this all the time. I, what, I'm not from my clients. I'm not interesting enough. My life is not Instagrammable. How am I supposed to build a brand? Am I even a brand? Oh, it sounds so cringy. Okay, well, first of all, if the words personal brand or like influence, having influence makes you cringe, don't use those words. Okay, if you if you are like, oh, I don't want to talk about building my personal brand, that sounds cringe. Stop talking about it like that then. Yes, essentially, in theory, that's what you're doing by creating the content, but you don't have to talk about it like that if it makes you feel like, like not good, you know? And if you are looking at this from the perspective of, you know, a service provider, a business owner, where showing up, showing up online, kind of talking to the camera a bit like an influencer, makes you feel a bit weird, it doesn't mean you have to think of yourself as an influencer and you don't have to call yourself a brand, okay? Think about why you're doing this. You're doing this because you care about your business. You're doing this because you care about supporting your family. You're doing this because you want to build a business that you are proud of. You want to work with clients that really need your help because you know that you have skills and expertise to help them. That's why you're doing this. It's not about, oh, look at me, I'm an influencer. Oh, look at me, I'm a brand. No one's doing it because of that. Like, I'm not recording this podcast because I think that I'm more important than everybody else or that I'm so interesting that I need to be a brand. No, I'm doing this for my business. I'm doing this because I have things that I know that I want to share with you. I know that this podcast can help you. I know my content can help you to feel confident, to inspire you, to look at things in a different way. I know that you can learn from my experiences and I wanna learn from your experiences, but I can only do that if you start showing them to people, okay? 
It's not about having a fancy house or fancy clothes or an extravagant lifestyle to be, quote unquote, a personal brand. Just because you enroll in a personal branding program or you start looking at your business like building a brand online, this is not about being an influencer. It's about the fact that you have wisdom, you have knowledge that will help your audience and you know that you do because otherwise you wouldn't have a business, right? If you didn't have some knowledge to share with people. And that's what your market, and you're all about marketing, you're marketing your services. So you can be sharing specific stories and experiences that will contribute to increasing your sales and building your professional reputation. It's not about having fancy clothes or airing your dirty laundry. You are interesting enough to be a brand. If you have an opinion, you have some expertise, and you have a business, and you have a pulse, you you can be a personal brand. In fact, as soon as you start showing up online and creating content, you are building a brand essentially, even though you don't wanna think about it like that, but that's what you're doing. So at that moment, you have a choice. You can either just start or continue creating content willy-nilly, <laughs> willy-nilly, and not really having much strategy behind it, or you can start looking at basic branding fundamentals and theories and psychology behind how you build a personal brand that really gives a good impression to your audience and builds a reputation as an expert for you and drive sales. And you'll spend a lot less time and effort spinning your wheels without getting results and you'll actually start to see the results that you want in your business. That's why you should care about branding. Okay, myth number four, branding is expensive. Now, yes, there is branding that's expensive. I actually just read yesterday that the BBC, when they got their logo redesigned, paid 1.8 million, I think it was. I'm sure that's how many zeros were on it, for their new logo design. Which, yes, that's a lot of money for a logo that is just three boxes with BBC written in it. But branding isn't that expensive for you. There are branding solutions that are not so expensive. And what I find is that often people, especially outside of the creatives industry, um, think of branding as like paying 10K for a website. That's, you know, the normal kind of, oh, websites are so expensive, that's branding. Website is not branding, okay? Yes, the design of your brand, like the color palette and the logo and um, the imagery and things, you know, the vibe of the brand, like visually, yes, that is part of branding. But for me, what I talk about is the fundamentals of building your personal brand, which is more about your personal development and knowing yourself so that you can show off online what makes you special. So my part of branding, yes, it used to be being a designer, but now my part of branding is really learning how you can ooze your personality out through your content and through your marketing and show off your values so that you can connect with people on a human level to sign more aligned clients at better prices and higher prices so that you can run a sustainable business that you love. Because it all starts with you becoming the brand, right? That's why that's why my podcast is called Becoming Your Brand. That's why my program is Becoming Your Brand, the Accelerator Program, because it all starts with you. To build a business that you love, you have to know who you are. You have to be able to show up authentically without putting in a lot of effort. You have to stop looking at other people like they are, you know, you have to become more like her. You don't need to become more like her. You need to become more like you to be able to sign more clients and to build a sustainable business. And even when it comes down to creating your offers, with my clients, what we look at first is 
What do they actually care about? What really moves them? And what gives them like passion and purpose in their business? Because if your offers aren't based on that, it's gonna be really hard to deliver them. So branding is not just about expensive color palettes and expensive logos. It's really about getting to know yourself so you can let your audience get to know you so that you can stand out from the competition. Myth five, um, maybe Instagram isn't for me. Maybe I need to market another way. Maybe I don't need to worry about branding online. So I used to have a lot of people come to me where they would just think about me as a branding expert to help them with like Instagram templates and things like that to put out on their Instagram feed. Newsflash, Instagram's kind of changing because they're trying to become TikTok, but <laughs> the, the perfection that we see on Instagram it doesn't have to be so like curated and perfect anymore. So a lot of the like um, template designs and I make your feed look pretty type of offers really have kind of lost their weight a little bit because that's not so important anymore. The thing that's more important is showing up on video, being more authentic, using your voice. It's not about like fancy designs and really professional photography and all of that kind of stuff. But even if you decide that Instagram isn't for you, even if you decide that, um, you know, you want to use your clients to get referrals rather than marketing, or you want to use paid ads, you want to be on LinkedIn or in Facebook groups instead of Instagram, you still need to know how to communicate the value of yourself and your offer. And that's what branding comes down to. You need to know how to communicate why you, why your business, why your offer, why should that person who is considering buying from you buy from you and not somebody else? That all comes down to branding. So people are looking for a confident expert in what they in what they do, someone that they can trust. And you need to transform into that person and show it off online, whether or even showing it off in person, you know, like even if someone came to me and they said, Sarah, I'm considering, you know, building my personal brand, maybe I'll, you know, enroll in your program. But to be honest, creating Instagram content isn't really for me. Will this still be worth it? Yes, because the things that you learn by going through that process, by really connecting to who you are as a brand, that helps you communicate on a sales call. It helps you communicate at an in-person networking event. This is not just about social media. It's not about being a social media influencer or star or going viral. It's about you being able to be a confident business owner and you being able to kind of help your clients build a, a mental picture in their brain of who you are. Because we have the, the power in our hands to change how our audience sees us. Like if our audience now is looking at us and they're thinking, well, you know, she, maybe she doesn't know what she's doing or I don't really see, you know, a lot of value in what she offers. We have the power to change that. You have the power to change that. If you're not communicating what people get out of your offer, guess what? It's not your audience's job to change how they think about you. It's your job to change how you communicate with them. You're the business owner. You're in the driving seat. And by caring about your brand online, that is what is going to make you a better communicator. And finally, myth six, I've been working on my ideal client, my offers, my values for months and months and months, and I don't need to repeat this process again. I've already done it. I already know who my target audience is. I don't really care about, like, I don't need 
to do anything else to do with branding. I've already worked through this stuff. One big mistake I see, and this is what makes people get stuck kind of at this awkward point where you're maybe two years into business. And this happened to me too, where you start to reevaluate what you're doing and whether the business actually really that you've built in those first two years, whether it really aligns with you. Like, does it give you the life that you wanted from the business? You know, because we all go into this thinking we're going to earn more, we're going to have more flexibility. And often we create our own prison cell when we build our businesses because we don't take into account actually what we want to be doing. I can't remember where I was going with this now. Ah, yes. So you don't need to repeat this process over and over again. But these are foundations, right? Now, creating the foundations for your business can seem like it's really easy. Like, oh, I just sit out one day and I write down who my target audience is and then that's it and it's done. That is consistent work. Do you know how many times I've sat and wrote notes and reevaluated and done market research to figure out who my ideal client is? I've been doing this for three years. And I still will continue to do it because our businesses are evolving. So by thinking that your foundations are set and that you don't need to go back to them, you're really, really missing out on a lot of opportunities because the foundations of your business that maybe you built back in 2020 need to evolve with how you're evolving as a human being, as as a person, how your life is changing, especially if you're the face of your business, right? Because you are growing and changing. And also they need to be changing with the market. Like social media has changed since 2020. Marketing has changed since 2020. The way that people are building their businesses has changed since 2020. So you need to be going back to your foundations, even if you know what your values are. How do my values now link to the way that people are looking at business in 2023? That's gonna be different how people looked at business in 2020. And I, I need to go back to my foundations. You need to go back to your foundations. Going back to the foundations and tweaking them to make all of this stuff relevant until you found something that works and until, you know, so that you make sure that you're up to date with where the world is, that is part of the process and it's not going to be something that you do once and you never go back to, okay? So thinking that I've got foundations in my business so I don't need to care about a brand strategy is really helping you. It's really holding you back from certain opportunities. And that's about it. Yeah, six myths. That's the six myths. That's the six myths that I wanted to cover today. I have a load more, but I think that that's enough to leave you with. And yeah, I would love to know if this podcast was helpful, if any of your perspectives have changed on whether, you know, caring about your personal brand, caring about your business brand is for you. If you are the face of your business, you really do need to pay attention to what you're putting out there and how you're communicating and building trust with your customers. If this episode has got you thinking and you're like, do you know what, Sarah, you're actually right. I do need to care more about my personal brand. I need to get those foundations set. I need the foundations to be stronger. I need them to be relevant. And I really want to work on my personal brand so that I can open up more doors and opportunities for me and my business. I would love to introduce you to Becoming Your Brand, which is my accelerator program. It's a group program. It's starting in January, 2023. And it's gonna be me teaching you how to use your personality, use your voice, use your story to build an aligned business that you love, offers that you love, 
working with clients that you love, signing high ticket clients on repeat, attracting clients that are willing to pay more to work with you over all of the competition, using yourself to stand out. Because like I mentioned earlier, at the end of the day, the only thing that is truly unique in your business, it's not your methods, it's not your low prices, it's you. So if you can start tapping into that and using that in your marketing, you have the opportunity to double your income in your business. Like this stuff is powerful. It's so, 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 so powerful. If you would like more information about the program, please do send me a message on Instagram. Just message me the word become and I will send you more details about the program and all of that good stuff. Or otherwise I will put the link here in the um, show notes for the application and the sales page so that you can read about others' experiences working with me and what the program is gonna be about. And yeah, I would love to hear from you. And I hope that this has been an interesting episode for you. Maybe I'll have to do a part two on other myths because there's so many more that I want to bust. Um, So yeah, let's see if I, I do that in the new year. But thank you so much for listening to this podcast and I will speak to you soon.